0: hey how's it going folks i'm brother matthew and welcome to christian coffee time where we sit down to study the word of god and today we're going to be looking at this broadcast today we've done a lot of a lot of messages but then this broadcast we're going to be addressing works and deeds and all that and what it means according to the word of god now in the previous broadcast we talked we were talking about grace we we're talking about faith and religion and this is a part of a series of According to the Bible. And According to the Bible, because it is the final authority on all aspects of faith and practice of faith. And so we're going to be t- diving into this to see what does, what do works mean then? That if it's not by works, not by righteous works, not by deeds of law, not by sight for salvation, then what are works and deeds for? Because many people think that what what we do, uh, that our works, our deeds in some way, shape, or form affect their salvation Well don't but we need to understand then what it's for and for this uh, again as yes i I saw uh uh uh, someone commented there just as i was ending the the last broadcast i i caught your comment and i decided to do a broadcast on that to address that exact question on deeds and works because it goes hand in hand with the previous broadcast on on faith and religion so let's actually take a look at this now first peter chapter 3 verse 15 is the answer for this this actually helps us understand this. Now, again, as I mentioned, the holy grail of the works-based salvationists is James chapter 2. Faith that works is dead. Because they say, see, your faith is dead unless you do good works. Well, no, that's a failure to understand what, what he's saying. Because if you read the whole context of James chapter 2, he's talking to Christians already saved and he's talking about charity and Christian behavior for the purpose of promotion of the faith, proliferation of the faith, not maintenance of salvation. Because to say that James is saying that your faith is dependent on your works is calling Paul a liar. Paul said it's not by works, not by righteous works, not by deeds of the law, not by sight. So if you're saying James saying yes by works, then you're saying Paul and James are at odds, opposing each other, contradicting each other. That means God wrote a contradiction in his word, therefore he's the author of confusion, he's not God. You see what that does. So obviously, since Paul so clearly says it's not by works, it therefore cannot be by works by any stretch of the imagination. So therefore, any idea at all that our salvation in any way, shape, or form is dependent upon works to earn, to gain, maintain, to keep, or self atonement for sin is wrong. Because it would be calling Paul a liar. Right? If that's the case, God's not God. The Word of God is not inspired and it's open to interpretation. It's just another dead world religion. Eat, drink, be merry, for tomorrow we die. Seriously. If that's what happens. But if we actually take a look... With the understanding of grace, as we talked about in the previous broadcast, grace, the unmerited favor of God. I didn't merit it. I didn't earn it. It's not a reward. I don't deserve it. But he gave it to me anyways because he so loved me. That's grace. I didn't merit it. I don't merit God's favor by my works, by my deeds, by my actions, by my words, by anything. But let's take a look at 1 Peter 3.15. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. This verse really answers a lot of questions when we take a look at it, we dive into it. So let's actually dive into it. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts. Now, sanctification is different than consecration. That's the first thing we need to understand. Consecration and sanctification. Consecration is salvation. Sanctification is walking by faith, walking in the Spirit of God, choosing to set the Lord first, to sanctify yourself as uh, uh, up before the Lord. You you decide to walk with God. You decide. You choose to, to do that. Was is which to reject. The bad to accept the good to walk in the spirit of God so you don't fulfill the lust of the flesh to abstain from all appearance of evil to be holy as I am holy touching not the unclean thing come out from among the beasts separate saith the Lord that's what sanctification is choosing the Lord as the Lord of your life to that he that you set yourself in His ordinances that's the sanctification so to sanctify but sanctify the Lord God in your hearts you set Him up there is nothing else that's number one in your life. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to everyone that asks you a reason of the hope. Now, this is this is a question. There's a question here. Why are they coming to ask you about the hope within you? Because they see something different. They see something different in your life. They see something different. Jesus says, "If you love me, keep my commandments." So you see, even in that that phrase if you love me so therefore obedience of the word of god comes because we love him it's that i want to not because i have to if i have to that's not grace have to forced religiosity is not grace want to is grace i choose me this day whom i will serve so To be ready always to give an account. The reason why they're coming to ask of the hope is because they see something different in my life. So works and deeds then is a form of witnessing. A form of proliferation of the faith. Promotion of the faith. Because I love the Lord my God with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. And I love my neighbor as myself. Therefore, in everything that I'm doing, even in eating and drinking, I'm doing all to the glory of God. As a means of showing, manifesting, promoting my love of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not a form of, of forced maintenance, uh, subjection to religiosity, of rituals and traditions and sacraments and ordinances. No, that's, that's all nonsense. That does nothing. That's self-satiation, self-righteousness. Look how holy I am. Look how righteous I am. That's Phariseeism. That's legalism. That's not grace want to do that go ahead but that's not grace you're a debtor to do all of the law then that's not grace we're, we're supposed to walk by faith not by sight not by sight things that i see and, and, and things that are before me this doesn't man, mandate what i do i walk by my faith my faith in a person ephesians 1 13 let's take a look at ephesians chapter 1 verse 13 ephesians chapter 1 verse 13 In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and in whom also after that ye believed, ye received the Holy Spirit of promise. Now some people think that my deeds and my works affect my salvation. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Again, Ephesians 1, 7. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Now, his grace, in whom ye also trusted, in whom also after that ye believed, Christ is the center of everything. He's the center of the redemption, the forgiveness of sins, the trusting and the believing and the gospel and the seeing the spirit of God. He is the center of the focus of everything. Not me. Not my deeds. Not my works. Because saying that my works affect salvation is literally moving Christ to the side and putting myself there. My deeds, my works, my religious nature, all of what I'm doing then in some way, shape, or form is meriting my salvation. Heaven is a reward then for my doing something, maintaining something. I earned his favor. It wasn't just given to me unmerited, which would be grace. So it's not by grace. So you see, works and deeds show the heart. It doesn't save it. Saying that works and deeds in any way, shape, or form save the heart, save the soul, is literally another religion, another faith, another gospel. Galatians 1, 8-9, But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you other than that which ye have received, let him be accursed. Let him be accursed. As I said before, so say I now again, if any man any other gospel unto you other than that which you have received let him be accursed. says it twice in a row if any man love not our lord jesus christ let him be anathema maranatha that means an official consigning to damnation our lord jesus saves by grace he taught grace he taught faith in grace he didn't teach religious ordinances and sacraments and traditions and rituals he taught grace That which comes out of the heart defiles the man. Not which that goes in. So it's not the outward that defiles. What defiles is of the heart. So it's all of the heart. Heart attitude. The reason why I don't want to do certain things because I don't want to because it's wrong because it's against the Lord and against His word and I love the Lord more than myself and my flesh and the world. I don't want to do it. And what I want to do, I do so because I love Him. I want to do it because it's honorable unto Him. So if I love the Lord Jesus Christ, all oh, my heart, soul, mind and strength, I'm naturally instinctually going to do those things honorable unto the Lord, and I'm naturally instinctually going to not want to do those things dishonorable. You see how that works? You see how that works? So we can't turn any aspect of the faith into works, or it's not grace. The moment it ceases to be grace, it's not of God. Baptism, then, cannot be a righteous work. If people say, your, your baptism forgives sins. No, it doesn't. Nowhere in the Word of God does it say that. It doesn't even hint at it. Because to, to make that work, you literally have to cherry-pick the Word of God, take a single verse or passage out and build a doctrine on it without correlating with the rest of the Word of God. It doesn't work. Because if I have to do something for redemption... It's not through the riches of His grace. It's through my action, my work. I did it. So it doesn't work. If my deeds of maintaining fruit and good nature and doing this and doing this in some way saves me, it's no longer grace, not of God. If I have to atone for my own sins... It's not by the riches of His grace i have been redeemed through His blood for, for the forgiveness of sins. It's by my meriting favor with God and atoning for my own sins and purifying myself and, and, and gaining favor with God so I can earn heaven as a reward, not grace. You see how that works? So therefore, deeds and works is for a proliferation of the faith, promotion of the faith, promotion of the heart, showing others how much you love the Lord, the reason you preach, The reason you evangelize. The reason you work charity. The reason you promote Christ in in everything that you do. is because you love him, not because you have to. If it's because you have to, where's the love? Where's the love of the heart? So you see what I mean? Works and deeds then are a manifestation of a loving heart because you want to. Because of what he did for you. That's what works and deeds are. The same thing I also want to touch on for a moment. Is. Where is it? Repentance. There it is. Is repentance. Now there's, there's many other people. That have turned repentance. In and of itself. Into a mandatory requirement work. If I don't do this. This is going to happen. Now let's take a look for a moment at what repentance actually is. To understand repentance is to we have to understand the meaning of the word in and of itself. The meaning of the word. I like to use the the allegory of driving down the road. Driving down the road. I'm driving down a road and I realize I'm going the wrong way. I need to be going that way. So what do I do? I repent on the road. I stop what I'm doing, turn around, go the other way. It's a complete change. Therefore, as John the Baptist preached repentance to the nation of Israel, they got baptized to show that they had repented. Jesus says, repent and believe the gospel. Change what you're doing and believe the gospel. Paul, uh, Peter at Pentecost, repent and be baptized, every one of you, for the forgiveness of sins in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Repent. Repent change your life in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Baptism shows that you have repented. Baptism doesn't save you from your sins. Mark 16:16 16, 16 says, says unbelief damns you, not unbaptism. First Peter 3:21 says baptism doesn't even remove the filth of the flesh, which is sin. It's not talking about dirt. It's talking about the filth of the flesh, which is in direct correlation to Corinthians, the deeds of the flesh, sin. It's in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So it gives a direction So I'm going this way. I'm in my sins. I'm going this way. I need to stop, change my life, and it gives me a direction in the gospel, the good news, in the name of the Lord, in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Repentance, also we want to take a look at John chapter 16, what the Holy Spirit does. What's one of the works of the Holy Spirit? He convicts the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Sin, righteousness, and judgment. The Holy Spirit convicts of sin, righteousness, and judgment. That if the Holy Spirit wasn't upon you, convicting you of sin, you wouldn't even repent. Therefore, it's a work of God, not you. You wouldn't even be repenting if the Holy Spirit wasn't convicting you of righteousness, of sin, and judgment. So therefore, it's me acknowledging the witness of the Holy Spirit of God Acknowledging that I'm a sinner in need of a savior. So it's a heart state attitude. Repentance is a heart state attitude, not a work. The work comes from God upon giving you enlightenment, giving you the understanding, guiding you to the truth, showing you what needs to be done. He "He will teach you all things and cause you to be in remembrance of everything whereunto I have told you. He will convict the world of sin and righteousness and judgment. All this comes by the spirit of God, not you. So... People actually turn repentance into a work. They change it from its very state uh, and into something other than what it really is. So you can't even say repentance is a work. Because it's not. You can't say baptism is a work. Because it's not. You can't say that the communion's a work. Because it's not. It's a remembrance. a symbolic remembrance. Works and deeds is just what I'm specifically doing to promote the Lord Jesus Christ not to maintain attain or gain or or or, or atone anything it's just to tell others about jesus christ and i could do this by words or deeds to tell them about jesus christ witnessing outreach works and deeds are a form of witnessing that's it that's all it is so according to the word of god Works and deeds are a form of witnessing. Nothing else. Shows the heart that if I love the Lord Jesus Christ I will be doing this because I want to. So there you go. Any questions, comments, uh, anything at all on that one? I'd love to hear from you. So please folks, any questions, comments, uh, any, any, any insights on this, please by all means ask away. I'd love to hear from you. So also, folks, I'd like to let you know that if you'd like, you can contact me as well by ChristianCoffeeTime at gmail.com. ChristianCoffeeTime at gmail.com. And uh, you can email me directly with any questions or anything at all. I'd be happy to hear from you. Or if you even have some future broadcast topics, I'd love to hear from you. Also, you can follow me uh, by using hashtag ChristianCoffeeTime. I'm on Periscope, Reddit, Etsy, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. So across uh, many different social media platforms you can uh, subscribe across there by using hashtag Christian Coffee Time. So I'd love to hear from you. So again folks, if you have any questions regarding works and deeds according to the Bible, by all means let me know. I'll be glad to hear from you. So again, we the, the key to everything, the key to understanding everything, how it all works is grace is the key. The unmerited favor of God, that every single other religion and belief construct in the world has no grace. None. Because they make the people have to earn it themselves by deeds. So therefore it's not grace. They have to merit it. Think about it. Ours is the only belief system in the world that is by grace. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to earn God's favor. I don't, have to, I don't have to earn salvation, maintain to keep my salvation. I can't lose my salvation because if you could lose your salvation, that denotes you have to work to keep it, but it's not by works. So it's by grace. The only belief system in the world that's by grace. Interesting. Because Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, the life, only one. Not a multiplicity. Not a multiplicity. There aren't multiple ways. There's only one way. So give it some thought. If, if, In any way, shape, or form, you've been believing that your deeds have been meriting favor or that your salvation is dependent upon doing something, you're not saved. You've replaced Christ with self-merit. If you think that your baptism forgives sins, you're trusting in the water instead of the blood, you're not saved. If you you don't believe that Jesus Christ is God, you're not saved. Because he even said, if you don't believe that I am, you'll die in your sins. The I am is the name of God, the always existing one. Think about it, folks. Examine yourselves to see if you're in the faith. Are you trusting by grace? Are you believing by real grace? Not the misconstrued grace that they think is grace, but is actually self-merit? What are you believing in? Do you think your deeds, your works in any way, shape, or form affect your salvation? If so, you're not saved. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. By grace are you saved through faith and that not of yourselves is a gift of God, not of works lest any man should boast. If this concerns you, call upon the Lord Jesus Christ right now. Confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, and thou shalt be saved. Confess with your mouth the belief of your heart upon him. Dear Lord Jesus, I accept you as my God and Savior. Forgive me of my sins, save me, and you will be saved. Just like that. Ephesians 1.13, trusting and believing the gospel will forgive your sins, save you, and seal you with the Spirit of God. Ephesians 4.30, you're sealed until the day of redemption, the day you go be with the Lord, whether in death or the second coming of Christ. That's what the Bible says. That's salvation according to the Bible. Give it some thought. If this concerns you and you'd like to talk about it further, by all means, please, please folks, don't do not hesitate. Feel free at any time to contact me christiancoffeetime at gmail.com just go to the about in my youtube and you can contact me there i got many different links there to different platforms and my email address christiancoffeetime at gmail.com give it some thought grace the unmerited favor of God deeds and works are a promotion of this promotion of his grace nothing more so again folks God bless all those who love our Lord Jesus Christ God bless all those who love his holy word And again, folks, if I don't see you again, I'll see you in the sky. God bless.